This is Dave Smith, and you're listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen. No flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the glee club. Hey, howdy, hey. And thank you for joining us here on Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Alan. I'm Keith. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 40 for the week of July 27th, 2014. Hello and welcome to another episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk. This week we are doing... Tiki Talk Top 5 Attractions This time Epcot is the place to be, so grab your Fiesta Margarita and enjoy the show. But first, we have some exciting news to share. Alan, take it away. Thanks, Sean. Uh, Last week, we told you guys about the first annual Dizzy Awards, and those were announced on Friday, and believe it or not, we actually won two of them. We were were nominated for four, and we won uh, for Best New Show, as well as for Best Interviews. Uh, So, you know, thank you to the panel, and thank you to our listeners and and the guys that put on the the awards. Uh, We're really honored that, that we were able to to hang in there with with some really great shows and, and actually win two of the awards it's such an honor we're, we're so thrilled it is yeah i mean it's a big honor especially being a new show to have the response and the fan feedback that we've had is humbling and then top of that to win awards against some tough competition was amazing so thank you yeah i was really surprised when we won the 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 best interview you know with the, the guests that we've gotten, it's been it's been a fun ride, and I've never thought I've had the opportunity to, to speak to some of these people. So it's been yeah, I, I appreciate everybody who voted for us and everybody who lived to us. It, it really is an honor. Thank you very much. Yeah, we, we really do appreciate it. Um, you know, it was it's pretty amazing. You know, we've been doing this for what about nine months, I guess, guys, ten months now, and you know, to to have had the reaction that we've had has been really phenomenal. So we really appreciate that. Uh, and then the last bit of news uh, I wanted to share this morning, um, great friend of the show, sometimes uh, co-host of the show, Scott Campbell, you, everybody who listens, I know you guys all know him, uh, goes by uh, at Scott A. Campbell on Twitter. Uh, well, Monday morning, the uh, 21st of July, uh, his wife, Melissa, and he welcomed Cooper Scott Campbell to the world. Um, their first son was born at uh, 7.53 that morning, and we just want to take the time to congratulate Scott and Melissa and... Um, you know, welcome the newest Tiki Talk podcast listener to the world. So congratulations, Scott and Melissa. And officially the youngest. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we just wanted to uh, congratulate them and wish them all uh, the best. And now, um, since they won't um, get any sleep, they can stay up and listen to our show all night. So that's great, too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we are more than happy to provide uh, late night uh, listening for, for Scott and Melissa as they stay up with Cooper. So, but and this is what you get to listen to, guys, in a few short months. Oh. Never mind, they're not making noise now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now they choose the time sure. to be quiet, right? Oh, jeez. This is what you get to listen to, cricket, cricket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we there go. There we go. There it is. Perfect. Yeah. All right. No. All right, well, that's going to do it for the news this week. So, Sean, uh, let's get on with the show. 
All right, so let's see what everybody's top five attractions at Epcot going to be. I mean, there's there's not a whole lot of choices here at Epcot. There's there's more shows that will help add to it, you know, but there's not the abundance of attractions that there is at like the the Magic Kingdom. So I had a I had a little bit harder this time than in the other ones. I think I've said it before where I had a hard time, but this time was really hard because there's you know you have your couple big name attractions and that's probably going to be on most people's lists. Um, so Alan. Without cheating, you know, just five straight-up attractions, I want to see what your number five is. No cheating, okay? Because, because the last time you and, you and Keith cheated, and, you know, I was really upset. Yes, that's, that's what happened. That's exactly how it happened. Mm-hmm. In the eyes and ears of the editor, that's how it happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, for me, it was, it was actually a little bit easier because, you know, Epcot's not known for having a ton of attractions. Epcot is my favorite part, but for me, it's more about the atmosphere and just walking around and exploring uh, World Showcase, and that's my favorite thing to do. Now, that's so, an attraction itself in, in a lot of ways. So Yeah, but I didn't really count that as an attraction. But, you know, so for me, I don't really, um, you know, I, I don't go to Epcot for the attractions, but I do have five attractions that made my list, and number five for me is uh, Maelstrom over in Norway. I think it's a fun little attraction. Uh, it's it's always worth seeing once. You know, there's there's rumors now that uh, Frozen is going to move in and, and take over. And while I'm neither for that nor against it, I guess, you know, it's change is inevitable. And I'm not going to get too uptight about changing things. I mean, you know, it it, it is what it is. I, I, it's, it's out of my control, so... I choose to hope that the new attraction is good and enjoyable and, and that I'll still have a good time over there, even though it's not the same old Maelstrom. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, just The whole uh, Frozen overlay thing just irritates me. I don't know if I have this ideal of like a world uh, a showcase, but if they want a Frozen attraction, you know, they can build one over at the studios or something. It doesn't have to be over top of Maelstrom. I don't if it's a if it's gonna be a great attraction, I'm not gonna mind it as much. But if it's just gonna be a cheap, you know, Disney Imagineering version of Frozen, then I'm gonna have problems with it. You know, if they go all out and take that extra step and make it frozen all the way, then I don't have a problem with it. And I, I love Maelstrom, it's on my list for, you know, for this, but uh I, I I understand, and, and Frozen's you know a big phenomenon, and I don't really honestly have a problem with it. It's a good thing. Yeah, I, I'm just my my stance is I'm not going to get upset yet over what might happen when it's just a rumor, and even if the rumor is true, you have no idea what it's going to be. Right. So for me, it's it, I just don't see the I don't see a reason to be alarmed yet over something that may or may not ever even happen. Right. Just my two cents. So I'm going to go with my number five now, and, and I chose Test Track. And I, I wanted it to be higher on the list, but because of the refurb, I felt that it lost some of the magic of its uh, original ride. I felt the original ride had more of a story to it, not just, you know, Tron the ride, in my opinion. And while I do like it, it just lacks in, in story, in my opinion. So number five for me is Test Track. It's okay. I think that it's a better conversion than the old one. I think that they still could have done a lot a better job with shutting it down for as long as it was down. And, yeah, they, they could have done a better job story-wise with it. I'll defend it later. It's on my list, and I'll defend it later. So let's 
go ahead and get <laughs> That's you. That's fine. Yeah, I have no. Yeah, let's get your I don't hate five, the attraction by any means. This is my. No, I know. I'll five, just, so. I just meant I'll defend why I okay. had it higher than than that. That's fine. All right. So for my my fifth pick, get your laugh track ready, Sean. Journey uh, into journey into imagination. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah. okay. What's your number four, Alan? Down down here in the <laughs> south, hey, we hey, say hey, bless your hey. heart. <laughs> Hey. That's what we say. Okay, so yes, I do agree that the current version is not as good as the original version, so let's just get that out. But I think that Figment is an, a good a character. He's he's iconic, really, for that park. And hopefully, with the comic books and stuff, that hopefully folks at Disney will, will reimagine it and... Uh, and take it back like to its original or even better. It's still it's a must do for us on every trip. So and like you said, you know, there's not uh, lots of options. So, uh, but I'm a little confused. It's are, are you saying that the original version is is number five? Or are you saying that the current version is number five? Because you're going back and saying that you know the original was you know a classic, unbelievable attraction. And it is, but. but but the new it, version is. Are you saying that the new version, the current version, is realistically a top five? The current version, not not even. If, just take the old version out of the equation. If they never have the the old version, would this be in your top five? No. Um, I, I, that's all I wanted. That's, that's. I think that it's more like nostalgic and personal than it is the attraction itself. If that makes sense. Yeah, I know. I understand where you're coming from. Nostalgia yeah. plays a huge factor in in things especially with disney i mean we all have a, t- a tie to disney for various reasons uh, yeah. and various things that we have ties to so i can respect the fact that you have a nostalgic love for for journey and i don't i don't hate journey i usually ride it once per trip it's just not something that i'm gonna you know go back to repeatedly and and it doesn't make my top five but it's easy to pick on you for putting it in your top five but i can respect I your choice i can respect that <laughs> Yeah, for moving on to my number four, uh, I'm going to stay in World Showcase and uh, move a, f- a couple of countries over to Mexico and uh, check out the Grin Fiesta Tour starring the Three Caballeros. Um, it's a fun attraction. Donde esta Donald? I-, I love the little pinata Donald that you can see in there. and uh, It's a fun little boat ride. It's still something that I do definitely at least once a trip and sometimes more than once a trip. It's, it's a nice one. There's very rarely a wait, and it- it's a good... You know, I just kind of want to relax for a little bit. Let's fill some time, and, and that's a good one to kind of take a leisurely boat trip through Mexico on. Hey, Alan, guess what? Are we riding together? We're riding together. All right. <laughs> it's a shame it's not the good old days where you could take a margarita on the ride and really enjoy the attraction. You can't do that anymore. We yeah. would have had a great time. Yeah. And, 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 and fell out of the boat. <laughs> speaking of nostalgia, I mean, I do miss uh, oh, Rio yeah. del Tiempo. I mean, the song was 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 so great and I do miss that but I still enjoy the current one as well. well I still enjoy it I it does get a bad rap in you know in, in some you know forms and things along those lines but I mean overall if you take if you take the the whole pavilion overall with that ride I mean that is an incredible ride if you really think about it because you're it could be you know seven in the morning 12 in the afternoon you're outside in the sun and you walk into that pavilion for the first time it's nighttime. And you're experiencing nighttime Mexico 
and you get to get on that ride and you're going to feel, you know, just for that short moment when you're on that ride and you're going up towards the um, the uh, the Mayan or Incas, whatever it is, the, the pyramid there, you're going to feel for that, you know, short amount of time that you're in Mexico and there's people outside dining and enjoying their dinner and having a good time enjoying drinks. And, you know, that's part of the, the charm of that pavilion. Yeah, there, there's a pyramid inside a pyramid. So it's like Inception. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah, agree. I mean, that? yeah, it's an, a good attraction and stuff. That's one that we always, you know, stop and ride once on a trip. It really is, you know, immersive. Uh, that's a term that gets tossed around a lot, but it's true in this case. It really does. Well, um, since um, eyes are in Mexico, I am going to be in. America at the American Adventure. I was uh, like planning for the show. It was right after the uh, fourth and everything, and I was watching the like videos of the show and stuff on YouTube. And it just just it reminds me at what cool show it it is, and it really does inspire you and like makes you proud. And it's always like a must stop on our trip and see that. Um, because it does, it pushes aside the politics, really, and it just gets to the, uh, the core of what it is to be an American. So, I love it. <laughs> I mean, I got to tell you, the that attraction, It's I used to really, really love that attraction, and it used to be a must-do for me. But actually, the last time... Hey, Lee really, Greenwood. Let's jump over there. To get... To get to get serious for a moment, it, the last time I actually been on that was is about ten days after September 11th in 2001, and I can't go on. I can't see that again after that experience that I had seeing it right after September 11th happened, and there was not a dry eye dry eye in the house after we left that show. And you know, it's just something I can remember. I can see the towers when the tower when the towers came up on that screen. That was it. Everybody everybody was crying. Everybody walked out crying. And it's just it just left um, such a strong uh, you know memory where I cannot I, I just cannot go back and watch that film again. If I can understand, understand that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously you had a, a stronger um, reaction to that because of the time. And right. So I can completely respect that. I, I would love to go see it again. I just don't know if I could emotionally. I, I don't even know if the towers are still in it anymore. But I don't know if I could. You know, you know, see, even hearing the um, the music from the uh, uh, what are they the uh, the group that sings um, uh-huh. Voices of Liberty. Voices, Voices of, yeah, of thank Liberty. you, because they were performing right before we had gotten into there. And even when I hear them perform now, it's still just it's an instant memory. I love hearing them perform, but I take that in. I can just remember sitting in the theater, getting ready to sit in the theater and see the towers. You know. Um, show up on that screen and, and being so close to New York and I wasn't working in New York at the time. I, you know, I would work, I was a consultant. So I go into the city now and then I actually was supposed to be in this city that day. Um, and I actually saw the towers come down on my way and that was, you know, just mm. enough for me. So I, I just, I can't do that attraction anymore, That's but I, I'm glad, it, I'm glad it's in your top five though, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a powerful attraction. I I I um I don't watch it every trip. I said uh, I guess when we had Jeff on, you know, I feel like it runs a little long. 
Uh, I mean, I'm as patriotic as the next American, but I feel like that attraction does run a little bit long uh, for my tastes. And, and I feel like in terms of patriotic attractions, uh, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, I feel like is, is a far better attraction. Now, granted, that's on the West Coast, so it's not it's hard to compare, but I do find that that's a better attraction. I think it it does the same thing in a in a in a more reasonable amount of time. But that's just my two cents on right. on that show. So um, what are we on? Number three now? Yep, yep. All right, my number three was Test Track. Um, while I agree with you, Sean, that the current version is not as good as the old version, I still like the new version. Uh, it's still a fun attraction. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I never thought the old Test Track was fun because it was like you were testing an actual car because everyone knew you weren't. Right. I just, it was just a fun <laughs> attraction. So right. I find that the attraction is still fun. Uh, in designing the car, it's a, it's a fun little touch. It doesn't really do much. It doesn't change the attraction, and but I still I still enjoy riding on it. So I still think it's worthy of a, a higher spot in the top five than, than what you gave. And I mean, I know you said you weren't saying you disliked it. I know you liked the right. attraction, but you know, for me, uh, I think it deserved a little bit higher spot because it's still a fun attraction. Also, the other thing is that I've I've been on it twice since they've redone it and I've ridden it twice by myself. So, you know, that could change things up where, you know, somebody could persuade you in a certain way or they can enjoy it a lot more and you're going to get a lot more enjoyment out of it. So, you know, you know, I can, you know, six months from now, a year from now, we can maybe do come back to this and maybe this will, maybe this will be higher on my list, you know? So, I mean, that was just, you know, my moment in time and that's why I choose five. I mean, yeah, well, you know, you're not wrong. Just a different opinion. No worries. Right. (laughs) So my number three is, uh, I'll get heat for this one. It's uh, The Seas with Nemo and Friends. You know, I, I the reason one of my, the reason why I enjoy it a lot more now is because I have kids and I enjoy seeing their reaction to it. My daughter absolutely loved it. She was amazed by the colors. So I've gotten more enjoyment out of the ride because of that. Granted, I wish you saw more actual fish on the attraction, but I still enjoy, I think Finding Nemo is a, is a great film. And I think that it does fit into that pavilion. So it works in that respect. You know, granted it's not, you know, jaw dropping show, but it's, I, I enjoy and I enjoy seeing my kids reaction from it. Yeah. I mean, it's a, Good attraction. I mean, uh, I don't really hate it or get excited about it. I mean, it's good. The experience that you have will always impact how that you uh, like rate um, attractions. I mean, so like, like Sean's experience with his kids enhances like, ranking of it for him, and that's understandable. I mean, this is all subject to opinions and experiences anyway. Yeah, and a big part of, I mean, I enjoy the seas with Nemo and Friends, but a big part of, I mean, the the ride itself, eh, whatever, but I do enjoy the aquarium afterwards. Uh, The seas was always my favorite pavilion when I was a kid because I love aquariums, so I still, there's still a a soft spot in my heart for the seas with Nemo and Friends because I I enjoy the fish, and and they do a show in there with the dolphins, uh, like a train where they kind of been training the dolphins, and that's fun to watch for a little while, too. Right. Yeah, it is. Yep. All right. So uh, my third pick is Spaceship Earth. It's just you know one of those rides that it's so iconic and the ride uh, like through like history basically. And I'm a big like history buff anyway. It's your um, pictures on the screens and 
It's just a fun, all-around, old-school experience at Disney. Yeah, can't go wrong with Spaceship Earth. It's classic. It's really all. It's really all there is to say about it. It's classic. Yeah, I agree. It's not in my top five. It's, um, you know, the it would be if if Walter Cronkite was still the narrator. It'd probably be, you know, top three in my opinion. But uh, it's still a classic attraction. All right, moving on to number two. My number two is Living with the Land. Actually, I really, really enjoy that attraction. It's edutainment at its finest, as far as I'm concerned. And, um, <laughs> That's a new word we just I came enjoy- up with. That's not a new word. That's an oh, old that's word. That's, right, yeah. that's Epcot Center, man. Edutainment. Is it? Right. Yeah, that's what, that's what they used to do. Um, yep. Must have missed you know, that one. An attraction that I enjoy riding every time, and, and sometimes more than once. Um, I miss the live cast member, I, you know, as opposed to the recording they do now. But it, I don't. I still enjoy kind of riding through the greenhouse and, and seeing the different plants and. I actually did the behind the seeds tour on my past trip and and that's a blast too. That's really a lot of fun. I just uh I, I don't really have a green thumb uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but I just am fascinated by, you know, there's a there's a ride going through a greenhouse and and they use that greenhouse to feed park guests and and I just think that's really really cool. And what the fifteen pound lemon or something like that, or twenty whatever it is, it's you know the gigantic. Uh, I think it's a nine pound lemon, right? Nine pound, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty big. Yeah, it's a it's um, a big lemon. I'm glad to see that it's on your list. It's uh, it's a you know it's a great attraction and it's a, a great pavilion where it's at. And um, I'm I'm glad that it's on yours. I know it's definitely not on Keith because he's not a big fan of it, even though he likes to eat food. And uh, I think it's just I think because I'm fat. It doesn't mean I like the attraction. No, I don't, I'm not saying that. I, I just think if they if there was turkey oh. legs inside there, I think that would be your number one attraction. Somebody touched the nerve. Pound, uh, turkey leg in there. Yeah, aren't, aren't turkey legs it, already nine pounds? <laughs> no, they're like four. But but no, I mean I do enjoy it. It's not like it's not a must do every attraction. Every an attraction time. that you know, if I don't, if I ride it, that I feel as if it's a wasted trip. But yeah, I mean it's interesting. I think if I did tour and stuff, I might appreciate it more, maybe. But that's yeah, probably something you should look into doing. You probably enjoy it. Yeah, I probably would. So my number two pick was the um, the Maelstrom. You know, we don't have to spend too much time in this, but uh, you know that was my number two. Because not only is it a, is a great attraction, but you know Norway's got some gorgeous looking women, so <laughs> <laughs> you can't complain about going to that that country. No, every sure everyone can. everyone in the Norway pavilion is attractive. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, guys and girls. Let's yeah. be honest. Even the guys are like, wow. I've yeah. I walk in that pavilion and I've never felt more um, <laughs> like self conscious about myself. <laughs> insecure. That's not to say that the, the girls in the other pavilions are are not good looking. It's just that. Uh, it seems that uh, 10 out of 10 of them there are. <laughs> that's all. They cast extremely well. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so that's my number two. Well, Sean, scoot over because I'm hopping in with you. Um, all right. Stay away from the trolls. Uh, yeah, we can, we'll share some school bread. And... You guys will go on an adventure together. Oh, sweet. Hop on. Don't but... backwards, though. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, for all the reasons that you know we've all said already, I mean, you know... This is actually my favorite um, attraction it's inside like a World Showcase. I love it. So, yeah, number two, Maelstrom. Sweet. Yeah, it's a great attraction. Together. Obviously, I had it a little higher up, but it's a great attraction. It's fun. All right, my last one, my number one is, uh, Keith already touched on it, but I'm going to pick Spaceship Earth. You know, that that's 
an attraction that I will ride multiple, multiple, multiple times per trip. It's uh, Rome Burning is fantastic, and and you know while the current script may not be the best, that's not uh, that's not Dame Judi Dench's fault. It's just uh, you know, not the best script, but they can't exactly keep what Walter Cronkite was saying either. I mean, times have changed, so <laughs> right with no, a, with an attraction like Spaceship Earth. Unfortunately, you're going to have to to make changes because a you know a ride about communication. Um, you know, we don't communicate the same way we did last year, let alone right. You know, ten years ago or twenty years ago. So the the change is inevitable. I, I do wish there was more to the uh, descent than that little interactive video, which it's fun. I mean, it is kind of fun, especially when the the face recognition on the camera messes up and you get something wonky looking, that's kind of fun. But, um, you know, and sometimes, and we'll goof off, you know, we'll, we'll do one, like we'll pick the opposites of what we really would want and, and right, to see yeah. what it does. And, and, uh, sometimes we'll, we write it and I'll do it in like a foreign language just to hear yeah, the, that's fun. Yeah. just yeah, to hear like the that. script in a foreign language. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's still a great attraction. It's still, to me, it's Epcot. So, I I have to pick it as my number one because I it's quite often we'll we'll try to catch it right at the end of the night you know get on it at eight fifty nine if it's possible so that we can ride it and and kind of walk out of Epcot without the mad rush at the end of Illuminations so yeah it's a great way to do it mm-hmm. and you know who you really have to thank for that attraction um, Walt Disney the, the Phoenicians <laughs> uh, of course I knew you were going to say that I was just figuring. <laughs> Technically, we probably have to thank someone else for it. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good attraction. And Rome Burning, that should be a candle. I would buy that in a second. Oh yeah, I, I would totally Absolutely. buy that candle yeah. in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. Um, so my number one, um, this is a twofer. Uh, <laughs> God, every time. Yes, yes, this works because this plays into uh, here we what go. I'm going to say is that I can go on living with the land, and then after that, I can go on soaring. It's in the same pavilion. I don't have to walk more than twenty feet. But they're two separate attractions. Exactly. But, but I'm using I'm using the building, the land as the attraction. So boom, I get to go on two attractions. Put your boots on, one. Alan. It's going to start flowing here in about two seconds. <laughs> I'm used to him cheating at this point. This isn't cheating. The sure land is. is, do you, is one do you wait in one line and and go on both attractions? Yeah. No, you have to wait in two lines. So well, it's two. What I'm going to do is I'm going to fast pass Soren, but before that I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure there's nobody on the line at Living with the Land, so there's no wait. So I just walk right on it. So technically, if there's no wait, then it doesn't work. I just walk right on it, and then I get off and go and use my fast pass. <laughs> he just, no, he just uh, gets his uh, DVC bed. <laughs> edge out and flashes it around. He can. Walk on anything, right? Yeah. It works. No. You're just jealous. No, I'm not jealous. Cheaters never win, sir. It's not cheating. It's one attraction in the land. And winners never cheat. No, it's two attractions in one pavilion. Keith, what's your number one? It's like saying all my attractions in Epcot count as one because they're all... I didn't think of that. What do we have next? The Magic Kingdom? Yeah. Oh, man. He's going to have, like, each like land... My favorite, my number five is Frontierland. For my uh, high top pick um, is its own pick, and it is Soren. You mean Soren and Living with the Land? No, Soren 
period, because it's one attraction. No, 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 Keith. You're going on with me. We're doing both of them together. No, because I am not going to hold the hand of a cheater as we fly over uh, the country. So, uh, no. <laughs> it's not the country. It's one state. Whatever. So, you're gonna. we're going together. We're going to ride both of them together. Oh, no. Yes. Anyhow. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, this attraction is, it's amazing just from the ride vehicle to the, the sights and the smells and it, although I hope that the film gets updated to at least a digital format or a new film at some point, but it's one that if I don't ride it, I feel as if my Epcot day is just not complete. So that's my top pick and it's its own pick is Soren. You know, some of the rumors floating around are that, uh, I mean, we all heard that there, there's a new movie coming and there's, you just know it. I mean, that's, it's going to happen. I mean, I'm hearing 2016 is when it's coming out, but you know, the other rumors I've been hearing is that they're building another theater for Soren, maybe two more theaters for Soren. So, um, there certainly is a possibility for that. I've heard that they're put, they've emptied all the trailers behind there so they can add another theater for it. It's all rumors, but you know, the, the lines for Soren can get very long. But if they add a new show, I'm sure the line's going to be even longer. Right. So. At least, like, just do a digital film, like, so that you don't get the pops and the, the cracks in the film. Well, I think at this That's point, if a new film is, if a new new film film is coming digital. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's no reason for them. But the thing is, is that they have to, ch- not only do they have to change the film itself, but they have to upgrade the equipment because the current equipment is not digital. It's all. Uh, right. You know, so they can't change it. They can't just take. The I, I heard one it. rumor that when if that third third um, cinema, for lack of a better phrase, it actually is real, they would put the third one in into action, and then close down one of the old ones and upgrade it, and then close down the third one and upgrade it, and then they'd all three be upgraded by the time the new video oh, comes uh, out. That'd be smart. Yeah, that's because what I've heard. It's not... I don't know if it's true, but that's what I've heard. Well, that that's a smart way of doing it, so that you know it's not completely down. Right. Yeah, I mean that that park can't afford to lose one of its top headliners. No, no. I mean, there's going to be some downtime when they upgrade the videos anyway. I mean, you would think it wouldn't take very long, but you have to reprogram the. I don't think it's the. It's not so much. It's not as easy as just switching out the video. You have to reprogram the motion and all that as well, so that it matches. Right. And I don't know how, I mean, maybe that's easy, I don't know, but I can't imagine that it's easy, but I could be mistaken. So, I mean, that's that's pretty good. We went through, uh, you know, three of the, the parks so far. Uh, we have one more to go to Magic Kingdom, and that'll be coming up on an upcoming episode. So definitely stay tuned for our top five at the, the Magic Kingdom. Yes. That should be fun. Anything else yeah, to add? <laughs> there's lots of choices. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, there's plenty of choices to go around. You know so. would make Epcot better? And Epcot's already pretty stellar as it is, but if Epcot, if the world of Coke added Cheerwine, even though it's not a Coke product, just uh, add a Cheerwine, like one little station off to the side that's nothing but Cheerwine, that would make Epcot better. Or what if, you know, for, you know, Flower and Garden or the food and wine, that Cheerwine had its own booth? Oh, you could man. Do, you could do Cheerwine ribs. Ooh. Plain old cheer wine. You could do cheer, cheer wine. Sundays, Sunday floats. Oh, on floats. Oh, oh that's, man, that's like heaven. Make a barbecue sauce out of cheer wine. Yeah. Oh man, there's lots of Just, options there. So yeah, cheer wine makes everything better. Let's be honest. 
Oh, I agree. It does. All right, guys. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, be sure you let us know what you thought of the show. You can comment over at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. You can email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Be sure to like us over on Facebook. Check out our store over at RedBubble.com. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's 1-M-I-N, Disney Dream, and MouseWorldVacations.com. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Daily, and online at DoleWebDaily.com. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. That's all, folks. This is the worst Porky Pig ever. <laughs> now you try it. No, I can't do Porky Pig.